1: Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter.
0: You're tuned in to Ask the Good Doctor podcast. Join Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire here every Wednesday for a new episode to help you live a healthy, wealthy life. Connect on social media and send in your questions. Hello, hello, hello. It's Wellness Wednesday. I'm Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire. Welcome to Ask the Good Doctor. I am here to help you attain, maintain, and reclaim your perfect health. Please join us on Twitter at Ask the Good Doc. I think I should be saying X right now. Yes? Okay. Join us on X at Ask the good Doc on Instagram and Facebook at Ask the good Doctor. I'd love for you to jump into this conversation. Grab your good doctor notebooks because today, today, we are talking all about stress. Oh, yes. Share this with everyone that you know, and we have an expert with us. She is the author of a book called The Biology of Beating Stress. How changing your environment, your body, and your brain can help you find balance and peace. And she is Jean Rich. How are you today, Jean?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Are you unstressed? You look unstressed.
0: I am unstressed today. I want to give you all of your flowers because you have quite a a a biography. And you are a nutritional consultant, of course, an author, a lecturer and herbalist, a personal trainer and clinical hypnotherapist, which I love that about you. And you have certainly so many certifications, drugless practitioner. Well, we just want to dive right in. And I want to talk to you about This notion that Americas are so severely stressed out in this nation, and I think that it's really been measured here more than anywhere because I think it's more evident in the United States that we are a stressful society.
1: A lot of pressure. And of course, due to that COVID thing, we had
0: yeah, she said that COVID thing.
1: <laughs> the world is now at a heightened state of, of stress. But here we also have the obesity crisis, which is one-to-one with the stress issue. There's, there, you cannot get rid of the obesity until you take care of stress. And a lot of people don't understand the relationship that happens between your stress level and your weight. You see, we have your body, your brain. It monitors everything constantly. And if Mm. you see somebody that's got a belly fat issue, they can't get Mm -hmm. that waistline down, I'm going to tell you nine times out of 10, they have a stress-related issue. Because Mm. when you're under stress, your body, it it doesn't know it's stress. That's a word we made up, stress. The body doesn't know stress. Like The body doesn't know the color red. It, It doesn't have these concepts. So we made up this word stress, but what the body reacts to, what the brain reacts to, is that sense of danger. It's a Mm -hmm. a heightened sense of danger. And so now it wants you to code your resources. So it gives you hunger, because it wants you to have enough energy to run away from danger. So it's gonna Mm. give you hunger specifically for sugars and fats. And it lowers your ability to digest those well because you're in danger. So it doesn't think your digestion needs to be at top form. So not only that, so it gives you these cravings then it lowers your digestion. Then to make matters worse, it, uh, it it's a storage molecule. It, it releases mm-hmm. cortisol, which is a storage molecule. So now you're storing all this stuff as well. Oh, rejoice. There's just no question that <laughs> stress and weight loss, they go hand in hand.
0: They go hand in hand. Well, what you're defining here sounds a lot to me like adrenal overload, adrenal fatigue. And, it, and that is something that is stressful, especially when you say danger and fight or flight. These are all things that the adrenals are supposed to be the buffer
1: for. Exactly right. And get this. For all you ladies out there, sit forward because this is important. Your adrenal glands don't just produce cortisol for stress. Mm-hmm. That's that hormone. The other hormone they produce is estrogen. That's so, right. Let's say you're under stress. Now your body has to decide, well, am I going to release the cortisol to get rid of the day to address the danger? Or am I going to release the estrogen to address the hormonal balance? Well, it thinks you're in danger. It thinks you're about to be eaten by a tiger. So, (laughs) yeah, forget about the estrogen part and just go to releasing cortisol. What does this do? Now my, my female friends are getting more... Uh, estrogen-related or estrogen-depleted uh, related symptoms. Uh, mm-hmm. If they're in postmenopausal or perimenopausal, they're going to be getting more hot flashes because of mm-hmm. their stress level. If they are a younger age and they're not dealing with that menopausal, they're going to be getting acne. They're going to be getting other estrogen-related symptoms because of their stress level.
0: Mmm. What was the impetus for you to dive so deeply into stress, Jane?
1: <laughs> I was under stress myself. <laughs> um, yeah. I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> you, 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 you will find, and I'm sure you found this in, in the people you talk to, nine times out of ten, again, that, that figure, people who are in the health and wellness field got into it because they themselves were unhealthy. And needed to find ways out. And then once you do, you want to help everybody. Because uh, mm. you want, when I wrote that book, my goal was to make from the very first chapter to give people solutions that they could use throughout the day. This isn't something where you got to wait till chapter nine to get some information. No, I wanted to make it so simple for people to understand that just everyday garden variety stress is killing you.
0: It's killing you. You know, it's interesting because. My bestest friend, Claudette, she's gone now, gone home to glory. And yes, she died of multiple myeloma. But when she was diagnosed with it, the doctor told her, let's just talk about your life and your job. And she was a regional manager for a major food chain, high stress level job. He said, I'm telling you right now, that stress will kill you. She quit that job that day. And she lived 25 years with multiple myeloma, which was unheard of at the time. But the point is, the doctor said, and I think that the good ones acknowledge it. The good ones really will acknowledge that stress is this major factor. That what do you think makes us sick, as it states in your chapter one? It's
1: the stress, because once your body is Loading cortisol. Remember, all day long, you're getting little hits of cortisol. Hits of cortisol. That means all day long, you're lowering your immune system, lowering your immune system, lowering your immune system. And what people have to come to grips with is that overall, now your health is going to be decreased because your body cannot function well when you've got that cortisol all day long. And people tend to make the assumption that just going to bed, going to sleep, uh, takes down that cortisol level here's the thing: cortisol by design is highest in the morning mm-hmm. automatically that's when your body's cortisol is at the highest. so if you haven't taken care of that cortisol that you've got going on, that buzz when you 've gone to bed, guess what it's already here, so it goes mm. that's why there are more heart attacks in, in the, the morning, morning. Uh, because that cortisol level was already not taken care of, and it's right off the, off the bridge
0: yes. How about that? You make a very good point here. If the cortisol is not managed prior to going to bed, it's like this spillover. It's the same thing that I say about when you pee, that your pee should be clear by the time you go to bed. And if it's not, you're taking the waste of yesterday into tomorrow.
1: <laughs> well
0: said. So, and so it is also with this cortisol.
1: Plus, all night long, as well, you know, your kidney, yeah. your liver, they're all doing their repair functions and their cleaning functions. Yes, sir. So by making sure you have that clear urine before bed, you're also allowing your body to really dispose of waste and do all that project with clear water mm
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love how you just define so simply. And that, you know, as... Our lovely Joe Madison, Uncle Joe, has gone home to glory last week from Sirius XM. He used to always say, put it where the goats can get it. That, you know, simplify it. Don't make it so complicated. And that was as about as simplistic as you can get in terms of its understanding. I think what we all need to understand, Jean, is how we allow ourselves to get to the point where we allow the stress.
1: I think most of us get to a point where we are accustomed to, for instance, carrying tension in our bodies. We're not even aware of it. We're not Mm -hmm. aware of the fact that we shallow breathe most of the day without taking Mm -hmm. a good, clean breath. Shallow breathing is something that you do when you're terrified. You're like, ah. So there is some debate oh. as to whether the shallow breathing causes more stress or whether the stress is causing the shallow breathing. But regardless, the emphasis then is that we breathe throughout the day. Make sure that we're breathing. Pay attention to the tension within your body. I give people a stop technique that I encourage them to use throughout the day. It sounds corny, but it works. Mm-hmm. So many of my clients have thanked me. What happen, What you do is... You literally stop yourself a couple of times mm. during the day. You can use your phone to remind you. We forget that these things are tools. They're not just yes. your know, phone. You put a, a reminder in your phone. Just stop. And when you stop, just settle down for a moment. Cue into your body and see what's going on. Make a note of, of where you're carrying tension. You might not even recognize that you, you've been thirsty for about an hour. You haven't had a simple... <laughs> These are the things you want to clue into: Is there some tension in your brain? Where Where is the tension? And And then you also take a, a survey a survey of your surroundings. What's going on? What am I feeling? A lot of us go throughout the day and we never take clue, tune in to see what we're feeling. So in mm. that moment, we do the stop technique, and we also take a couple of deep breaths. And let me just tell you, you can do this when you get to, uh, when, you're, when you're on the elevator. You don't have to announce to people, I am now tuning in. <laughs> or you can, when you're, when you're in your car and you get to your destination, you don't have to yes. jump out of your car. We just jump out of the car. No, you can take a beat, sit there for just a moment. Settle yourself down, take a couple of deep breaths. Anything you do after that is going to be so much better because mm. you will have your brain oxygen you will have kind of zoned in so that you're kind of more focused just people people please give yourself a break you don't yes. have to push through your entire day you can stop a few times during the day and just tune in
0: thank you for that excellent advice Jane That was worth its weight in gold. You don't have to push through every hour of the day. So let me give you a personal testimony here. It's testimony time. I recently had an issue where two of my annual lab works returned abnormal. And unfortunately, I was scheduled for two biopsies in one week. And this for me was a definite hard thing to swallow because I'm thinking, when did I get here? And rewinding the videotape of my life, my actions, my thoughts, it was the stress. Thank God it turned out that both of those things were nothing, but yes. it showed up as abnormal. And I'm going to tell you, I sat there and I asked God in a pool of tears, is this a warning shot? He said, you better do what I'm telling you. You better do what I'm telling you. And what came to me, Gene, is that I very much heard what I deem is when I hear God speak to me, is I heard him say, you are done running toward danger. You have been running into burning buildings your entire life. And I had to sit with that. And I thought, You mean I can't go help so and so? I can't go do this. God said, Not now. Not now. Recover. Sit. Inhale. Exhale. And, you know, we're so accustomed to. Let me speak for myself. I am so accustomed to running over here, seeing about this one, calling on that one, checking up on my patients. And it just is overwhelming to even carry that much information. That's not mine. Mm. Okay. And I I had the weight lay down the weight. I had a friend who was in a, a rehab facility shattered her shoulder in the hospital while she was in the hospital for something else, but fell out of the bed, okay? Trying to get to the bathroom by herself. but, And then I was having lunch with a friend, a nice, relaxing lunch. And then I thought, ooh, well, after the lunch, I'll go and see my friend in the rehab. God said, "Uh uh-uh. No, you won't. You won't. You will not. You will call her. You will not go to the rehab center. And I thought, ooh, there I go doing it again. Like, stop yourself, girl. And carrying all of that stress. Warning shot. Warning shot. I hope that a lot of people don't need the warning shot of having abnormal lab works. But it'll show up wherever it can to get your attention.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And can we talk for a moment about the environments? We mentioned the rehab center. Um, I have a rehab centers, hospitals, uh, nursing homes. There is, in those environments, already awaitedness. Yes. Hospitals. that already that when you're there and i really genuinely believe it is vital when you're visiting a friend or someone there let's hope you're not there yourself that you take some time to really release some of that that's that's there that's just present there same thing though in your own home environment so many people are not in home environments that are 100 happy That are all. I think people
0: found that out during COVID more than anything.
1: Yes, or even 100% healthy. So Mm -hmm. it is important to create that space for yourself. Like I was saying with the stop technique, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing within your own environment. Recognize that you need to take care of you. Self care is not selfish.
0: No, it's not.
1: It is one of the best things you can do for everyone around you because when you are healthy and when you are nice and stable, everyone, everything around you improves. Everything's better.
0: It will flourish.
1: Yes. So make that space for yourself. Let your loved ones know. I have a friend. She she escapes to the bathroom. I'm keeping it real. (laughs) That's her safe space find whatever you need to do but make some time for yourself every single day do not miss a day and before yes. bed make sure you release some of that before you go to bed don't just i mean i know you're exhausted take some deep breaths yeah create a little ritual for yourself it's going to let your subconscious mind know oh she's about to go to bed she does this every time she goes to sleep let me let me settle myself down create mm-hmm. some little rituals for yourself create some safe time and space for yourself in your home
0: environment. It's interesting you say that because when I was doing chaplain work at a level one trauma center, Mm. boy, and you know, I was doing the chaplain work because that was the completion of my mind, body, spirit work for naturopathy. And so it was the final piece And at a level one trauma center, listen, This gunshot wounds, stabbings, (laughs) accidents. It's manic, okay? Trauma, yeah. Trauma. (laughs) And that that sticks to you in a way. And what I was doing back then was a technique that I had adopted. And it was when I came home every day, when I would bathe in the shower or take a bath, when I would see the suds go down the drain, that was the washing away the day, mm, beautiful, and watching it slip down the drain. Yes, all right, that visualization that you're speaking of. Yes, that and it was just you know, sort of a cow gone, take me away moment. Okay, remember that? Yeah, you think,
1: yeah.
0: that's okay, <laughs> it works. And this is your this is your self-care moment. Like you said, your friend escapes to the bathroom. So where do you have to escape? I recently went to a spa, a day spa that has all of these different hot rooms with the hot uh, Himalayan salt, the green mud, the gold room, the black mud. I mean, and these rooms were smoking hot and the cold plunge pool and the cold. And as I sat there, I just felt, you know, whatever you have to do to clear your calendar, LaJoyce, clear your calendar and get here once a week. Whatever adjustments you have to make, LaJoyce, financially, make that adjustment and get yourself to the spa once a week. Because we had Gwen Carter here talking about MediTourism and how... Going to spas and a spa lifestyle is health care prevention.
1: But it's stress relief, Jean. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you can, not everybody feels comfortable getting a massage,
0: but yeah,
1: once a week if you could manage to find one of those spots that's inexpensive that you can go to. Because even if you're in a relationship, the touch you get may not be a healing touch. And you true. need that for yourself. We are beings who need to be touched. Mm-hmm. It's simply a fact of nature. We are mm-hmm. meant to be communal. And a lot of the times we don't have that for ourselves. And yes. A weekly massage or even just a back rub or a foot rub. If You could get that for yourself if you're comfortable being touched. Not everyone mm-hmm. is.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you suggest for self-care For people who may not be comfortable going to a spa, who may not be comfortable being touched, what other kinds of things might you recommend that are excellent stress relievers in addition to the deep breathing?
1: Dancing. Yes. (laughs) Throw on some music, move the furniture aside and dance. (laughs) I know people don't expect me to say that, but yes, dancing is fantastic. You're releasing some of that. And I have to encourage you too, if you're at work, you can do wall push ups. You can do uh, chair raises, chair lifts, you know? Uh, Because the thing about it is, when you're storing cortisol like that, it gets stored in the muscles too, and you need to release it to Mm. let it go. And that's something that you can do at work. You can also find a safe space for yourself at work. And even though meditation is over, uh, there's been too many different varieties of people telling you what to do. Find Mm. your own type of meditation, and it doesn't have to be long. People think, oh, I must, I can't meditate, I don't have the time. You don't need to meditate for 45 minutes or an hour. You just need to slow this thing down. It's been under so much pressure all day long. You just need to slow it down. You can even just throw on a three-minute timer, again, use your phone, and just sit for three minutes. Just sit for Three minutes and try to let go of whatever is in your head that's causing you. We get these little niggling little thoughts that loop and repeat. You will mm. to do that. For three minutes, do that for yourself.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: Those are the types of simple things I have in my book because I wanted to make it accessible. I wanted people to know you can get your arms around this. And improve your health on a daily basis because that's going to improve your immune system.
0: I'm going to go... yeah. yeah, before you move on to the immune system, I want to go back for a minute because it is a misnomer that meditation takes this insurmountable amount of time that you're oming or something <laughs> and it it is and it it seems so woo 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 to people and Jean, I think this is a a, a grand reason why people have walked away from the notion of it. Yeah. Speak more to why meditation is is beneficial and should be incorporated into our daily lives. You've told us that. But why meditation is so important for us
1: all? Because we are trying to control so many pieces, so many things mm. all day long. Everyone is. And, and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that OM thing, too, because... For instance, let's say you were trying to sleep. This often happens to me. Trying mm-hmm. to sleep, and initially, yeah, you're knocked out because you're friggin' exhausted. But then, around 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, you wake up, bing, can't get back to sleep because your mind starts going over these things. Here's what I'd like everyone to do. Before you go to bed, make yourself a, a list. And I do mean a laundry list. I don't mean writing out a, a journal. I mean a list of things which might wake you up, maybe conversations that didn't go well the day before, or maybe conversations that you need to have the next day, laundry items that maybe need to be done, Uh, your uh, grocery shop, whatever Mm -hmm. little things, oh, I need to do this project, write it on a list so it's there. Now your subconscious mind knows that it's on a list, so it doesn't have to wake you up to remind you to do that. And let's say you wake up anyway and your mind starts going, I have conversations with people that I probably will never have in real life. But I need to get it out of my system so I have it 4 <laughs> o'clock in the morning while I'm trying to sleep. Okay. I <laughs> created, what, what you need to do is not om, but find a word for yourself that you can repeat. Mm. What this does is, for instance, you can't spell your name backwards and multiply 8 by 4. Go ahead, try.
0: Yeah, you okay. see E-C-Y-O-J-A-L. Your,
1: your brain can only do one <laughs> thing at a time. So I use the word zucchini. It's just the word I use. When I find I'm in a repetitive thought mode or I'm I'm just thinking too much and I know I need to get back to sleep, I'll start repeating the word zucchini to myself. Wow. Zucchini, zucchini, zucchini. zucchini. Because it stops this doggone thing from moving anymore. And all it can do is think about zucchini. It gets bored and it lets me go to sleep. (laughs) So that's something that we can use. Now, that's not meditation. And yet it is. Because Mm. what is a mantra but a repeated word that you're using? Exactly to to tone this down so that it's focused on nothing else but the mantra that's, that's what I'm right. doing it just happens to be zucchini but it works it turns the mind off and I 'm focused on only going back to sleep
0: aha uh-huh. i I like the write down method because it's my method I have a teeny tiny light on my lampshade that I can turn on get my list write down the thought and go back to sleep and the for me, I don't, I'm a, I'm a knockout. I'm the knockout chick. I mean, I have no problem sleeping. Sleeping, But if I have a thought on that moment when I go to the bathroom and get, back, get ready to get back in the bed, that's when the thought comes and I'll just put it down, turn on that little light, and take myself back to sleep. And you are right. And if you make a mental note to yourself to try to remember what you're thinking about without writing it down, you will stay awake.
1: Yes, the brain will keep, the subconscious will keep trying to remind you of that thing. It's like when you're on an airplane. You know, I know people who say, oh, I sleep on the plane, but I still get off the plane. And I feel a little tired. Well, here's the thing. You know you're sleeping, but your brain is constantly checking in all around you to make sure you're safe. That's what it's been doing for thousands of millions of years for human beings. It used to be maybe they were walking in the tundra and they were looking for food, and so The brain would keep looking out for snakes, or I should say the subconscious would look Mm. for snakes or or remind you of, oh, there was was a bush over there where you got food before. Well, that's what it's doing now, 21st century. It's reminding you of things that it thinks are important. And you've told it it was important because you got frustrated about it during the day. So it's like, oh, wait a minute. Remember this? This was important. Ah. I need to remind you about this. It's doing the same stuff now. It's for your protection. You can't even be mad at it. But Ooh. you can get it under control. Like you said, write it down. Take That's that right. moment for yourself and take back control. That's what I want people to do is take control of their stress.
0: Okay. I love how you mentioned in the book, you have a, an entire chapter dedicated to this. You say that stress is the equal opportunity assassin. <gasps> That's a, an enormous statement. Yeah, Say more.
1: Doesn't care about race, color, creed. Doesn't care. It will kill. Doesn't even care about age. There are it will kill. you who get under stress. and Yes. Themselves, having heart attacks, having cancers, having... Remember, remember, it suppresses your immune system.
0: Having abnormal lab tests.
1: Yes. Yes. It suppresses the immune system. So, yes, that's why I say it's the equal opportunity assassin, because it doesn't care about what you... What your salary is, how much you're making, who you know—it's still. <laughs> what your Rolodex
0: be- is, yeah. yes, it's
1: still gonna try to kill you.
0: And assassin is a good word because when I think about all of the things that had me under stress, and I say had because I laid down that weight. And the warning shots were good. Shots fired. Those were good. I mean, if you're paying attention, warning shots are good. Or you'll just repeat the lesson. Yes. Or it won't be a warning shot next time. It will be something real, tangible, necessary, a diagnosis. I'm not not doing that. And when you think about how you do most things right and you make yourself wonder, How did you get here? It's a real wake-up call. So when I think about the past stressors, and one of them is absolutely gone, and it's my mommy her her death. And uh, there's still some unfinished business that's painful and uh, has been suppressed by me. I've been prolonging and prolonging and putting it off because there's just so much stuff and uh, that needs to be tended to. And so the stress of needing to attack it Mm -hmm. is there also in the recesses of your your twinkling mind in the back and the subconscious, get this done, do this, get this done. And having that one thing that I know that I absolutely could not control, a death, how many people are under stress because of just the constant barrage of death after death to death, death in their families? True. And then how closely related do you feel that de- uh, that stress and grief are?
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, grief is such a multi-tiered issue. It's not one thing and it doesn't have a Time, and people like to think, oh, I'll be over it in 20 minutes. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like um, any kind of thing. It, it can be triggered again and again, even once you resolved it. But I'll tell you something else about that list thing. If you do keep a, a little note of lists, it will be interesting over time to see what kind of things repeat themselves. Mm. That would be a warning sign to you, like that warning shot you mentioned, of something that really needs more attention. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? When you Mm -hmm. start seeing things come up again and again and again, or certain people that are constantly uh, uh, an an, an annoyance, um, that means that maybe you need to address some of this outside of your list.
0: (laughs) Yes. How about that? And you know what? That's interesting that you say that because when you start, if you start doing the review, what I do is, well, if you start doing the review of the list, And then you see the pattern. That's a very, that's very good advice, Jean, because I keep the note, the little spiral notebook. And what I do is I tear the piece of paper, the list off and put it in my pocket when I leave my bedroom so that I have it in my pocket so that I can tackle the list.
1: Understood. Makes sense.
0: But it makes more sense to keep this list and do the review. That makes more
1: sense. Yes, it can be very revealing. You'll find out maybe somebody has been on a a niggling issue and you didn't really, because you're just so used to pushing it off and, again, pushing through other things. Sometimes things reveal themselves that you had not consciously made note of.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me a strategy for now we've meditated. We've made a list. What else can we do?
1: Breathing, don't forget, and we've also been doing the stop technique, right? Oh,
0: yes, the stop and center
1: ourselves. Yes. Yes. Report, centering. How also- is
0: how is exercise? Now people say that they work off their daily stress. They go to exercise, they
1: kickbox. Absolutely. Because not only are you again releasing the tension and the stress that has literally been built up in your body through those little niggling things all day long. Not only are you releasing that. you're getting a nice blast of endorphins as a payoff.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, exercise is fantastic. That's why I encouraged people to do, like I said, wall push-ups or chair lifts, things that they can do in the office where it won't be noticed that they're exercising, but they can release some of that tension. You can go in the stairwell, do a couple of (laughs) laps up and down. That will release some of your stress too and give you a blast of endorphins. We have to find ways that we can fit in taking care of ourselves throughout the day and not wait till the end of the day to suddenly say, oh, now I should take care of myself. No. <laughs> it okay. doesn't work like that.
0: Good point because it's that's how it gets built up and built up and built up.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yes. That's how it gets. And that's how it will pile up on you because – it's, there could be so much stress by the end of the day, you may not want to do anything to take care of yourself.
1: And you don't notice it. You've been so accustomed to tightening your muscles and you're just walking around all tense or hunched up and you don't even realize it. You're so used to being shallow, taking shallow breaths. You don't even realize you haven't taken a breath. You're so used to being slightly cross all the time, having just a little bit of attitude. Don't mess with me. It, it, you, just, it, it comes, it, you know what I mean? And you get home. And yeah, you're you're happy to see your family or your kids or what have you, but you still have this thing that's in the back of you that's still disguising, and you're trying to be like, yeah, but there's still this thing that you haven't taken care of, and okay. it's going to be there until the next day.
0: Until the next day. Wow, just like that dark pee. Okay, if you don't care if you don't drink that water. I heard you say one time that you make it your business to laugh out loud every day. Every Tell day. us about that.
1: Again, the release of endorphins and the subconscious, when you're laughing, now those stomach muscles have to loosen, they have to let go. But it also trains your brain for humor, for laughter. For Remember, we're constantly teaching our subconscious what our state of mind should be. And when mm-hmm. you keep it in that uh, state of mind all the time, it thinks ah, is where you're supposed to be. You've got to train yourself to have that levity. You've got to let it go and actually let yourself find humor in something once a day. Again, it's, it's retraining the body. You can't let your body just stay like this or just stay. Some people just stay in it. They say, I don't get tense. I don't get stressed. I just don't feel anything at all. You think that's a healthy frame of mind?
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that just means they are in denial. Not just That's people. what
0: it is. Yes. That's what it is.
1: In Egypt. Um, it, it,
0: it, yeah, not the river it, at this time it let my people go. Yes. Not the river in Egypt.
1: They and are you, not just feeling nothing. They are not just true. numb. They are just not acknowledging what they really are feeling. Mm-hmm. So, yes, once a day, you want just like that clear urine once a day. You also want to laugh just once a day. I find some comedy. Um, You also want to try to get some raw vegetables in your diet Mm -hmm. every single day. There's certain things that the body just needs. And laughter is one of them. It's one of your rights. It's a right that you have. Yes,
0: I love that. Laughing is one of your rights. And do you know how many people profess? I don't know the last time I had a good laugh. Or I don't know what the last time I had a good cry.
1: Mm.
0: Both ends of the spectrum are necessary to release. Yes. I do a lot of crying. You know, I do a lot of laughing with my wonderful girlfriends and, and and my and my husband and my daughter too. We do a lot of laughing. And it feels so good. I mean, that double over, laugh out loud, you so crazy kind of laugh. I can't believe you said that kind of laughter. Yes, yeah. I love that kind of laughter. It feels good to do that. My mother used to always tell me, girl, do you have to guffaw? That was what? so <laughs> What's a guffaw? Guffaw, like, you know, a really horsey kind of laugh, huh? loud and boisterous and you know it was my kind of laugh if if i was laughing you knew i was laughing and i, I have carried that i've carried that with me you started to talk about dancing moving the furniture and dancing yes yes it and that's just that's a burst of endorphin also
1: yeah exactly it's still a release and it's still getting energy going absolutely absolutely some music is love Yes.
0: So the energy going, it stirs up everything and then nothing can take hold because everything is moving around.
1: You're able to release. It's about releasing. We can't carry any of this stuff. I mean, it's it's the same thing as with money. You can't carry your money with you when you die. None of this stuff that you think is stressful is going with you either.
0: That's the truth. It's going to be nothing but dust. I heard... Ian Levanzant say that one time. She said, I'm going to show y'all what you're worrying about is nothing but dust. And it's true. And Jean, speaking of dancing, you make it easy for us to dance because not only are you this fantastic author and stress professional and hypnotherapist, but you're also a musician, which is another good stress release.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Listening to music.
1: Letting it go, yes, because it takes that mind off of whatever it is you were thinking about and puts it in a different place.
0: Jean is very humble, but she is a chart-topping jazz artist in her own right. Her own material has been featured by George Benson on the Love Remembers album, which was the title track, which was the song Jean wrote. Yay. And she's been featured on the Weather Channel's CD, which went to the top of the Billboard charts as well. And just musically, Jean, what has that done for you personally Playing an instrument like the guitar as a stress reliever, how has that been beneficial in your life?
1: Mm, guitar saved my life, truly. Um, mm. It's uh, it's it's more than a release. It, you know, because I'll, I'll play an acoustic guitar, you actually get the vibrations of the tones as well. Mm. It 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 literally settles everything down.
0: It's Sound good. therapy.
1: Yes, absolutely, which is why I got into bioresonance and I got into vibroacoustics. It was a direct relationship to what I myself had experienced over the years of being able to settle myself down by just
0: Mm, That is so phenomenal. Your music is just spectacular. In fact, Gene is the composer of... Step To It, which is our theme song here at Ask the Good Doctor. And you've heard me say her name every week since we've been doing this show. So, Jean, I want to thank you for the composition of Step To It. I just gave you just a few words about what I wanted, something upbeat, something jazzy, something eh, eh, snazzy, and you nailed it. Thank you. And being just fully transparent, I will tell you that Jean and I have been friends most of our lives. We grew up one block apart. We went to high school together. Both of our mothers were teachers, and we have a lot in common. You know, we're like sisters. So it's just been great, Jean, having you come to explain about stress. And I want to encourage all of you to grab this book, The Biology of Beating Stress, who knew that there was a biological factor to stress, whether there is, and Jean has unlocked it all for us in this book, and it is really fantastic. I thank you so much for joining us. Are you taking on new clients? Absolutely. All right. Her information will be down below in the description. Jean, you're going to be our resident expert in this area. Will you
1: come back and join us? Absolutely. My honor to
0: right thank you so much for being with us that's all we have time for today i'd like to thank my team christopher green technical producer iw supervising producer dj nd announcer and gene ricks composer of step to it and remember to let your eyes shine cut back on the wine Get good food fast and go easy on the greasy. Until next time, I'm Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire, here to help you attain and maintain your perfect health. Let's do it again next week, okay? God bless you.
1: Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.